Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of With Wit is brought to you by PayPal. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi guys, welcome to Staying Home with Wit. Last week, I shared with you the first part of my amazing conversation and catch up with Lauren Conrad. And as promised, here is a little bit more. I hope you guys are loving this. Let's get back to it. One of the things that I really struggled with, and sometimes I think I even struggle now, is like I have some trust issues because I feel like... I can't imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Because because obviously with cast and crew and like there's so many people from the crew like you that I still keep in touch with and love and don't hold this against them. It was obviously their job. But, you know, their job was to like make things out of nothing and make us think things that weren't actually happening. And I feel that had an effect on me trusting other people. Like you said, these were such formative years of our lives. Do you feel like that you had similar issues? Yeah. I, again, like my way of dealing with it, whether it was correct or not, was just sort of like remove myself. I had Mm -hmm. a handful of people that I'm still in touch with that I work with. I know I'm, you still talk to Sophia, right? Yeah. I mean, still such an important person in my life. And I have like, yeah, like just like a few people that again, it's important to have someone who understands that like weird element Mm -hmm. of me kind of growing up. I remember when Adam was like, do you want to have a spinoff and like move to New York and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Ooh, do I really want to do this? And then, and then obviously I thought more about it. And I was like, well, if I want to launch my clothing line, this is the thing that I should be doing. When, when he approached you after Laguna Beach to do the Hills, was it a for sure thing for you? Yeah. I, I said yes, pretty quickly. I honestly, like I was, I was in college and I was kind of trying to figure it out. And I mean, if we're being blunt, I was broke. And I was like, yeah, that was the easiest money I ever made. Like, let's do this again. Like, this isn't going to last. Like, I'll get paid for a pilot. Let's do it. So I had a lot to do with it. And like, you know, I had fun. So I was like, why not? Right, right, right. Sometimes I also 
have this insecurity about being a reality TV star. And I feel like I have to prove myself a little bit more. And I think that's infiltrated into my life too. Like I'm always kind of one step behind people, especially in the fashion industry. Have you ever felt that, that you're trying to break away from this image that people have of you? I used to, in the beginning, it was a real challenge, but I think I think nowadays it's sort of the norm. There's nothing yeah. odd about it, but right. I, I really don't feel that way anymore. That's good. And I know. You, you don't. No, I mean, I'm proud of what we did and I'm proud of, I'm proud of the Hills. I'm proud of the city. Like I never think that either of us made a fool out of ourselves and we were always really true to ourselves. And I think that, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you did, but I don't know. I don't really feel that any anymore. I think sort of at a distance it happens. It happens sometimes I think on like a subconscious level that I'm not aware of, but it's not like I'm insecure on a day-to-day basis about being like a reality TV star. Do you also feel like because you were so open about your personal life in your twenties that you feel this need to kind of reserve and hold back on your personal life now? So it's not necessarily a need. It's just, I like that I have the option. Yeah. Like it was never a choice before I felt an obligation. It was my job Mm -hmm. for other people's entertainment. And now like I have control over what I show and what I don't. And I only show what makes me feel good. If it's something where I'm like questioning it, I just don't. And that's probably why I don't share that often. Like I really... I love living moments for me and my family. And yeah, I just share little bits, like things that I think are fun or, you know, make me happy. That's kind of what I I post about and share. Do you ever feel pressure to post more? Yeah, they tell me all the time I'm supposed to. Honestly, it's like the biggest thing. And yeah, I've had so many meetings with different people and they're like, you really need to post more. And they're like, and you need, like, you need to be more real. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just not yeah. I was like and they'll like send me examples and it's like it's like a 17 year old TikToking, and I was like oh please I could I could be that person's mother I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> no so I, ref- I refuse I'm sorry TikTok, but I refuse to have a TikTok account like I can't I'm like there's only so much I can do like I'm at the level I'm doing city reaction videos on my YouTube like that's enough I cannot you YouTube channel look at you I, I have a YouTube <laughs> channel <laughs> Have you stayed close with anybody from the show? Like, are you still good friends with Lo and anybody else? Most of the people close with that I filmed with are from Laguna. Yeah. So like Dieter, I talk to all the time. So, I mean, I don't see anybody anymore, but when we did, I see Steven, I like at holidays and stuff, I'll usually see like Christina Schuler. Yeah. You know, oh my God. Gordon. I haven't seen her really so long. More line. So because obviously I live in my hometown, it's more seeing people that I grew up with who I also right. and who have filmed a show with. So I think, I mean, for me, especially now, you know, being married and with kids, like it's really important that I'm in a good place mm-hmm. and my happiness is my family's happiness. You know what I mean? Like I need to be in a good place to take care of them and, and be a good partner and mother. So I think like, it's all a balance. It's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do so much that I don't want to do, but I can still be happy and fine with it. And then when Mm -hmm. I get to the point where I'm like, this is making me really unhappy, or this is affecting me in a way that's going to affect my family. That's kind of where, when I shut it down. Yeah. So that's all I can go off of. No, I think that's valuable. Cause I was, after we were finished filming, 
I was having so much anxiety about it. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it again. And I decided to sign on for the second season. We filmed for like a month and it was totally fine. But then now that there's this new idea of us all living together. We watched Big Brother. Yes. Do you watch Big Brother? Oh my God. My next question was if you liked reality TV and what do you watch? I actually have to catch up right now. I'm a few behind, but oh yeah, my husband and I are like big, big brother people. Oh my God. So finale last, last year. Yeah. Last summer we went to like the live taping. No way. We recently got into big brother like a couple of years ago and we're obsessed with it. This season, I'm not it's having a slow start and I'm like waiting for it to pick up. I'm like, where are the showmances? I want the, a lot of them are married and like, yeah, but I know, uh, I know. No, no, we like nerd out. We like do the after hours. We do the podcast. We do the (laughs) blogs. Like we're invested. I have a a big brother fantasy league. I'm a part of it. I love that so much. Now I can text you about the episodes. So now you have two kids, a three-year-old and an 11-month-old. So Mm -hmm. rewind a little bit. Were you one of those people that always knew you wanted to be a mom? Were you super excited when you found out you were pregnant? I don't know. I was, I always, like when I was in my young 20s, I kind of entertained the fact, like the idea of not having kids. I was always like, I need to see what's right for me. You know, if I have a partner, who it is, like I was always kind of flexible because I know several people who just have decided they don't want children and think that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like I know a lot of people that kind of do it because they feel like they should. But I think at the end of the day, like you got to live the life that's right for you. And once I fell in love with William, like a family with him was saying, so I think that's when I started being like, yeah, no, I want to have kids. Mm -hmm. And we didn't rush into it. You know, we were married for a minute before we did, Mm -hmm. but no, definitely knew we wanted to have a family together and kind of talked about it a lot. And now we do. And now you do. So how was it when you had Liam for me? And I shared this on my YouTube and everything. Like it was very, my pregnancy was difficult for me, not because I didn't have a safe pregnancy. Like everything was totally fine. It was just being pregnant was very hard for me. I had that nausea the first three months. And then I just, I didn't really do well with my body changing. And I was just very fearful of my freedom being taken away. And then that first year breastfeeding was just a nightmare for me. And so I've always said I'm a better mom to a toddler than I was to a newborn. I think that's what scares me about having a second because now I know what that newborn phase is like. What was it like for you? I'll say this. My experience was pretty similar to yours. I did not enjoy being pregnant. I was grateful to be pregnant. Yeah. And I sort of had this guilt every time I was like, oh, like I, you know, I feel so big and uncomfortable. Everything hurt. I had heartburn for six months. Mm -hmm. Like, Every single day, if I drank water, I got heartburn. Like I was so uncomfortable, but I'll say this the second time around, you appreciate things in a different way. You do. Yeah. And for me, I like William and I were always very much on the same page. Like we want two kids. So it was like, you know, my second trimester, I was uncomfortable, but I was like, oh, I'm never going to have this again. So I think there was like, for me, I appreciated that this was the last time I was going to experience this. And when it was over, you know, it was sort of like closing, closing the book on that. This is the last time I'm going to be pregnant. I'm going to try and enjoy some of the things about it. Yeah. And, and I think even just, I love now that my three-year-old, like we can have conversations and we can like things in common and we can play and we can do stuff. And he just says the funniest stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) I love getting to know you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as a newborn, like I loved having a baby 
because he was mine and he was so sweet, but it's so hard. Mm-hmm. I also don't do great with no sleep. So I was just like exhausted all the time. But- Same. I mean, I'm such a brat with sleep. If I don't get eight hours, then I'm kind of a bitch. So what does it look like now? Like what are the most notable changes with the second? I just, I think you know that it's, it's going to change and that like, this doesn't, this part doesn't last forever. I think the first time, like, you know, if he wasn't sleeping through the night or we were just exhausted, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be tired forever. And then I'm going to die. Now, you know, my first is actually a great sleeper. You get to a place where it it gets easier in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. I think I really appreciate the little cute things about Charlie, my second, like he's just like starting to talk and walk and these little, you know what I mean? You're not as scared. Like I was so scared with Liam, like everything I was like, oh, he's, that's going to kill him always. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I was so like, it was so much anxiety and am I doing this wrong and all that. I think with a second, you're not as worried and you appreciate the little stuff more because you know how quickly it goes by. Yeah, that's what a lot of people told me. And the same thing that everything is just a phase, right? And like, if the breastfeeding is difficult for me to do again, I don't have to do it. I don't have to put that pressure on myself again. I I breastfed first, not even breastfed. I was telling you on the phone, I pumped for, I think for six months and got mastitis three times. And like looking back on it, I'm like, why did I put myself through that? And so I think having that knowledge moving forward will hopefully make it easier for me, you know, to not put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. And remember every, every pregnancy and child is different. So I have a friend who actually she had the same thing. She had a really, really hard time breastfeeding. Actually didn't even produce enough. And it was just, it was so hard on her. And she, she didn't, wasn't able to breastfeed for that long with her second, her second, gosh, like over a year now. And she's still going strong and fine. She's had a completely different relationship with it this time. So I think you also have to like prepare yourself for some things to be harder and some to be easier. Yeah, totally. And to just go with the flow like that. Yeah. What are you doing right now? just for yourself? Are you working out? Anything that you're doing to just stay sane? <laughs> I, it's actually, it's not like when you were describing your evenings, it sounds like you do the same thing. Every night after I put the boys down, I come in and I take a bath. I usually have a glass of wine. I take a bath and I just sit there like quietly for like 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I usually do like a mask. I just take a minute and I, that's like what I have to do just to yeah. sort of reset. Same. Same. It's so necessary. I wasn't really doing that before, before quarantine. I wasn't really paying attention to what I needed. And I think that the quarantine forced me to slow down and be like, what are you going to need for yourself in order to be okay through all of this? And now that time, that 30 minutes, that like whatever, I take a shower for, I'm probably in there for 20 minutes. And then I do like my whole skincare routine and like wear a pretty robe and try to make myself feel like I'm at a spa. I highly recommend creating a routine for yourselves. All right. That was my whole interview. I just have rapid fire questions now. Just really quick ones. Okay. All right. Your guilty pleasure TV show. Big Brother. (laughs) Yeah, now I know. (laughs) Guilty pleasure Instagram account or person. Ooh. Amelia Clark. Yes. I think she's the best thing in the world. I follow her. She's so cute. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll follow her. Oh, you should. She's literally just like, she's always just like smiling and like drinking dark liquor and just like, she's just like the happiest <laughs> thing ever. Or there's like puppies. I don't know. She's like, I, I like following people that just like make me smile. Okay, guilty pleasure food. Oh, Ben and Jerry's 
does a dairy-free ice cream because we don't eat dairy. <laughs> and this is like the best one, in my opinion, that I that you can like get at the market. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've Ooh. been purchasing. What flavor? They do a cherry Garcia that's really good. And then like a chocolate fudge and like a mint cookie or something. I don't Ooh. know. They're all in the freezer right now. They're so good. Why do I feel though not eating dairy feels weird for you? Why do I have this memory of you loving pizza and cheese? Yeah. Is that why you can't eat it anymore? (laughs) Listen, I've always been like a little lactose intolerant. Like I don't do great with dairy. And then Liam, my first son, he had a a dairy allergy. So while I was breastfeeding, I couldn't have Uh, dairy. mm. And so I went for a long time not eating it. And then when I tried to eat it again, I had like a physical reaction. Like my, like my stomach would swell. Like I get like sick. So I stopped eating it. So, and then, and since half of our family couldn't do it, then we just all, we don't do it. Took out dairy. First app you check when you go on your phone. First app I check. Mail? Is that an app? Yeah. Gmail? Yeah, that's an app. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Your go-to eyeliner. Is my own. Your go-to mascara. Is also my own. It just hasn't come out yet. I I used all the formulas for a long time. All right. Your favorite drink or cocktail. Ooh, it depends. It depends on my day. I usually just have wine, but my favorite cocktail Mm -hmm. is an extra dirty martini. Ooh, same here with blue cheese all. Oh, no, you don't eat cheese. I also don't like blue cheese. No. Okay, fine. Yeah. I also like, I realized the other day I had like our room, we just have like a bathtub in the middle of the room and I have like one of those little things and I had instead of wine and then I had a martini in the bath as one does. That is so amazing. (laughs) With me because I didn't want to spill and I was like on a call, I was like doing something and I realized like in the background you could see just like a cocktail shaker like on my (laughs) bathtub and I was like, they must think I'm such a lush honestly anything goes at this point right what kind of wine are you like a white wine red yeah wine? I do like a soft yeah. blanc there's like a same Bonterra is like a nice organic one or I'm gonna say the name wrong it's like Avalie, Aveline oh. Aveline yeah thank you Catherine oh. Power and Cameron Diaz yeah. yeah it's so good your quarantine outfit like what's the one honestly, thing you're wearing, wearing every day it. it's I, I'll wear like a blouse just something easy preferably printed because kitty stains like I, it doesn't, you can't see them. And then I yeah. wear jeans, these pants, yeah. <laughs> these, these, I'm, uh, what are these called? It's like a, just like a high-waisted, like it's like a mom jean, but we did it like, for, yeah. for my Coles line. And I'm like obsessed with them. I wear them like every day. Oh my God. Um, I need to get a pair. I, I will only wear high rise. They're about to come out. Yeah. They're like, okay. Amazing. I saw something on Instagram that like low rise jeans were coming back in. Oh my God. Remember when I feel like that was when we were on the Hills. I remember like Audrina just like loving the low rise. Okay. On zoom, are you ready head to toe or do you have pajamas on the bottom? Uh, Now it's half time. I don't, I don't go on camera. Oh, you don't. I just call into a zoom now. Like, especially earlier in the day. I, yeah, this morning I was on a call and I was just like, I can't, I don't have time to get out of pajamas and get ready. Like, yeah, it was too early. Yeah. I'll like just go off camera and then like everybody else is counting on camera and I feel terrible, but I used to have to dress head to toe because a lot of our business zoom calls, both William and I are on them. And we have like a whole like video conference set up the- in our living room and you can see both of us. And because it's kind of like pulled out, you can see our outfit. Okay. And last question, one place you're dying to travel. I was just talking to Hannah about this because I was like, we need to plan our next 
trip for a little market. Mm -hmm. Who knows when we'll take it. I really want to go. I really want to go to Madagascar or the Galapagos Islands. Those were, yeah. Yeah. Like we're kind of trying, I want to go somewhere that's like, not like anywhere I've been before. So yes. I mean, there's a lot of places I want to go back to, but I think Galapagos Mm -hmm. probably. That would be amazing. Where did you guys go on your honeymoon? We went, oh gosh. Well, we went to, to Italy and Greece. Ooh. But it rained the whole time. No way. It rained our whole honeymoon. That sucks. I mean, part of that is romantic, but also you don't want it to be raining in Italy and Greece the whole time. Yeah, no, yeah. no. It's romantic for the first week. And then we went for two weeks. <sighs> we tried to we tried to go home early. We were like, couldn't get a flight. We're like, shoot. Oh my God. <laughs> we're, just like, oh my God. we're just like, that's enough. All right. That's all I have. Great. That was awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Thank you.